Hi there. Welcome to the Word of Truth with Reverend Azuka Obi. Listen and be blessed. Hey, welcome to Word of Truth with Reverend Azuka Obi. Um, last week we talked about faith and patience. Now this is the third. This is the third of the series, and we talked about Abraham. We took in the story of Abraham. How the Bible says that through patience he inherited the promise. That's when you read in Hebrews chapter six. I would say we should be followers of those who through patience inherited the promise. He said, like our father Abraham, that he waited patiently and inherited the promise. And we now looked at Romans chapter 4, where the Bible made that clear to us. From verse 16, the Bible says, Therefore, it's of, it's of a faith that it might be by grace. And verse 17 said that, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom you have believed. God who gives life to the dead things and call those things that are dead as though and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, calling those things which be not as though they were. He now said in the next verse, verse 18, who contrary to hope, in hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations. I've explained all that um, last in the last episode, how Abraham shut down natural hope and put his eyes and focus on supernatural hope with faith because Hebrews 11 verse 1 says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for meaning that faith brings to reality materializes the supernatural hope hope are those things you trust God for hope are those things that are still in the realm of the spirit hope are the promises of God you believe faith brings the hope brings the word brings the promises to reality, who against hope, against natural hope of defeat, of facing present facts, he was his wife was barren, and he's already aged. He, the wife's womb was atrophied. That is present facts. That is natural hope. But he chose to believe in the word of the Lord, which is the supernatural hope, ignoring her. The, the, he chose to believe the word of God. And God kept on painting that picture for him, which is the supernatural hope. You know, at night, he told him, look up into the sky. As as the stars are, and you can't number them, so will your descendants be here. During the day, he said, look at the sand. He said, as the sand is uncountable, so will your seed be. God painted that picture. What was God doing? God was building a picture of his preferred future. That is supernatural hope. He was trying to douse the natural hope, which looks at present circumstances, which looks at facts. The supernatural hope is truth. What is truth? Truth is God's reality. What is fact? Fact is what is on ground. We faith men or people that walk in faith, we don't deny facts. We know what is on ground. We know there is scarcity and hardship in Nigeria. We know that that body is experiencing one kind of sickness or the other. We know there is a curse running in your family. We know that things are not working the way you want it to work. We know that you always experience near success syndrome. We know that is the fact. But we believe in the truth of God's word, which is God's reality. The reality of God, permit me to use this word, is realer, realer, real up than the present fact so that's why we choose to believe the word of the of god and we superimpose it upon present facts because the bible says in romans chapter 8 verse 2 that the law of 
the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have set us free from the law of sin or death. Anytime a supernatural law, or rather anytime a superior law is introduced, the junior law must submit. It is the same thing that we see in, in the airports. You see an aircraft, very big, in, I don't know how many thousands of tons made of steel on the tarmac. There is a law holding that plane down on the tarmac. It is called the law of gravity, powered by the gravitational force. But anytime it is time for that plane to take off, the pilot starts the engine, waves it, taxis, gets on the wrong way. And in a few minutes or a few seconds, another law is put into place. The law of lift kicks in. Once that law of lift kicks in, what happens automatically is that the gravitational law backed up by the force of gravity, which is a big force and strong force. You won't exist on earth without that force. It is what holds you down. That's why we say anything that goes up must come down. Based on the gravitational force, based on the law of gravity, a powerful force pulls you to the center of the earth. But the pilot initiates another law, which we call the law of lift. Automatically, the gravitational law and the gravitational force is subdued, though powerful. That same way, when we put the law of faith into motion, it does not say the facts does not exist. It says, yes, you exist, but the law of faith is superior. And any time that law is put in effect, coupled with patience, guess what? The barrenness in your family breaks. The lack of job you've been expecting breaks. Poverty disappears. Marriage comes. Admission into school comes. Every good thing you expect from God comes. Those promises you're holding on to comes. Why? The law of faith coupled with patience have been put into motion. That's what we're talking about. The Bible says, who against hope believed in hope? Who against hope believed in hope? He did not say, ah, all these things does not exist. But rather, he said, I would rather believe the word of the Lord, which is the truth, which is the true reality. That is the reality God sees. God does not see facts. God sees what he says in his word. That is what Abraham did. And the Bible says in verse 19 of Romans chapter 4, And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body, although already dead since he was an hundred years old, or the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Wow. That is how Abraham got that miracle child, Isaac. He did not waver. I like, I like that verse in verse, verse 20 in, in message. The Bible says in the message translation that he did not tiptoe around God's blessings. A lot of us Christians, we know what the word has said. We know all the promises of God. We know them in our head, but we don't believe them in our heart. Until you believe them in your heart, faith will not work. If you, be, if you only know them in your head, you can quote them like machine gun. It will yield no result. That is what we call mental accent. Mental accent views no result. Huh? You go like say, I know God will heal me. I know. I, I know. I, I, they may even say, I believe huh? he will heal me. But they are there still celebrating the pain. Huh? They are there still celebrating the sickness. Though they know what the word have said, the word, the promise of God, has not yet become their reality. Until the promise becomes your reality, you cannot receive the tangibility. Of that miracle how do you make the promises how do you make the word of god your reality 
by constantly studying the word, by constantly studying, investing the word. The Bible says that faith cometh only by hearing and hearing. Your faith is now strengthened when you pray in the Holy Ghost. When you have these two things in motion in your life, the word of God moves from your head, moves from head knowledge to your heart where it becomes a revelation. It is the revealed word that produces results. It is the word that you've squeezed out the juice out of. It is the one that produces results. That is the exact thing that happened to Abraham. He was no longer weak in faith. He became strong in faith when he ceased to consider present circumstances. The Bible says that he was no longer weak in faith. He did not consider his own body now already dead. Present fact says that your body is dead. Present fact says that Sarah's womb has atrophied her and he has passed, she has passed menopause. There is no longer hope naturally to deliver. Those are facts. But Abraham chose to believe in truth. He negated the facts. He chose to believe in truth. Until you start believing in truth, which I already told you, the truth is God's reality. What is the truth? The truth is the word of God. And you discard facts, though they exist. Then your miracle is at your doorstep. And the Bible says in verse 20, I love that verse 20. He did not waver. He did not shake. He did not bulge. He did not calculate God. He did not say maybe or maybe not. He believed the word just as it is. But was strengthened. He had strength in the word of the Lord. When you believe the word, when the revealed word dawns on you, strength enters your body. Strength enters your heart. Giving glory to God. One of the ways you know that you are walking in faith is when you do what I call pre-thanksgiving. We all know the concept of thanksgiving. When God does a miracle in our life, when God does something mighty in our life, we all go about giving him thanks for what he has done. That is good. That is wonderful. They say thanksgiving is a yeast. When you thank God, he's going to do more. But there's a higher thanksgiving. I call it pre-thanksgiving. This thanksgiving is a thanksgiving of faith because you don't thank God for what he has done. You thank God for what he's yet to do. Wow. I'll say that again. Pre-thanksgiving is not thanking God for what he has done. Pre-thanksgiving is thanking God for what he is yet to do. He has not done it. But you know that you know that you know he will do it. You have so much faith in him that he will do it. You are not shaking. You refuse to bulge. You know that the Lord will do what he says he will do. You know that he said that heaven and earth will pass away. <laughs> First, he said, you know that he said that heaven and earth will pass away, but his words, his promises will not pass away. You know that he said that he watches over his word to fulfill it. He does not sleep. He does not slumber. He keeps awake just to watch over his word, to ensure that his word comes to pass. Based on that, you put your faith in it. You are strengthened in faith. And you start thanking God for that child. Though you've been barren for years. You start thanking God for that job. Though you spread your CV around and you've not gotten a call yet. You start thanking God for your husband and your wife. Though nobody's asking that. You start thanking God for those things you believe in for. For that contract. For that job. For money in the bank. Though it is not there yet. You put your hands in your pocket. You check your bank account. You use the mobile banking. Nothing yet. But you say, Lord, I thank you because my account is full. I thank you because you meet my need. I thank you because you've given me my daily bread. You are thanking him. And what happens when you start thanking God for what you've not seen is that joy, joy kicks in. And the Bible says that joy is strength. The joy of the Lord 
a strength. And strength there means a force. And a force is what makes things happen. When you thank God, joy kicks in and the force pushes and propels the angels you don't see with your physical eyes. But they are walking behind the scene to favor you. You propel them. You gas them up. You energize them to work faster. Another thing you do when you start giving praise thanksgiving uh, is that you make God so uncomfortable sitting on his throne. Uh, why? You are thanking him for what he's not, he has not done and he's wondering, this is my son, this is my daughter. He's thanking me for what is already in progress but he has not received it. It makes him uncomfortable. You start shifting around the throne uh, and you'll be calling the angels, oh boy, walk faster, favor my daughter. Walk faster, favor my son. This is your June to remember. And in this June, every prayer, every miracle, everything you expect and you believe God for, you will receive it in the name of Jesus. This is June where the desires of your heart will be met. Standing right now in my office, I command you, foul spirit, militating, standing between the ones listening to me and their miracle. I command you. Get out from the way. Remove those roadblocks. Let those miracles, those blessings, those answer prayer find them in the name of Jesus. See you next week. Hello. Thanks for listening to the message. I'm sure you were blessed. To get the latest message, www.wordoftruthng.com. I'll take that again. www.wordoftruthng, all written together, dot com. Hit the podcast link and you see all our latest podcasts from 2016, you can listen to them. Then you can also download messages, classic messages, classic Word of Truth episodes from Reverend Azukobi. Download it anytime you want to do that so you can have the message on the go to listen to. Very soon we'll be launching our app so you have a direct access to Reverend Azukobi. Also available on the app will be the messages, the podcasts, will be current, latest and current news all over the world, Christian news, videos, etc. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be awesome. The construction is already ongoing. Join us every Sunday if you live around the Enugu area on Word of Truth, 8 a.m. every Sunday for Word of Truth on 92.9 Coal City FM. We're looking forward. Join our mailing list. Drop a note. Drop your contact. You know, so we can reach you anytime we want to reach you drop especially your prayer request you're looking forward to hearing from you because god is doing a lot of miracles god is answering prayers every prayer team praying and handling your prayer requests also join us on facebook we have a group word of truth group like it join it as we prepare for the coming of our lord jesus god bless you if you've not accepted jesus into your life you have a opportunity to do that now repeat after me say jesus Come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. I ask that you cleanse me with your blood. I believe you died and resurrected. I submit to your Lordship in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you said that prayer, you're born again. Get onto the website. Get onto our page and send us a message. God bless you.